Hey there, this is C, and this is Swinging Down Under. Welcome to a really special episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, today I'll be talking about a recent experience I had here in Singapore, and as such, you may have noticed that uh, D is nowhere to be found. Um, so this will be a master potting, a master potting, if you will, podcast um, from me about my experience uh, with Hunk Hands here in Singapore. So Hunk Hands, uh, recently we, we conducted an interview with him on our podcast, and we spoke a little bit about what he does here in Singapore uh, with the ladies, uh, also with gents and um, and I was had the opportunity to go along and, and give it a try. So I'm going to talk about my experience and uh, and I hope you enjoy it and find it informative. Um, of course, please feel free to send us some feedback. Uh, you can catch us on C and D at swingingdownunder.com. So what am I going to be talking about? Uh, yoni massage. So Y O N I um, or the art of squirting. Uh, a lot of people haven't heard of yoni massage, and really, to be fair, I actually had to Google it when uh, when Hunk Hands mentioned it. So. Uh, for those of you out there who, who don't really know what, what it is, I'm just going to read a bit of a, a, an introduction on what the hell Yoni Massage is. Um, a lot of people have heard of squirting. You'll find it all over Twitter if you do some hashtag squirting lookups, um, some terrifying things and some pretty sexy things as well. So this is really interesting though. The vagina is called Yoni in Sanskrit and loosely translate to a sacred place. This is, makes a lot of sense, actually. Sidebar. When I was little, it would be called private parts. Translated, sacred space. I like it. Uh, in tantric philosophy, so the yoni massage is all about the, the whole tantric, uh, you know, and taking your time. We approach the vagina from a place of utmost love and respect. Yoni massage is a practice intended to truly honor a woman and give her selfless pleasure and to explore the sacred side of her sexuality. It's not always about having one orgasm. It's about potentially having multiple orgasms. Uh, It's great for women who perhaps aren't really too sure how to have an orgasm or what to do um, for themselves or, you know, how to kind of experience and just explore your own personal body, your your own feelings without having to, I guess, perform um, for somebody else. So... Bit of a bit of insightfulness there. Now, if you actually jump onto uh, Hunk's Hands website, so he's on www.hunkhands.com for anyone who's kind of keen to understand what the hell I'm talking about today. So he's he's based in Singapore. Um, he conducts massages for for ladies and uh, and helps them to have a, a release. And also he conducts some sessions uh, for the gents, actually. If a, if a guy wants to learn how to massage his, his lady uh, more intimately, conduct a yoni massage, or is interested in trying to have his partner, or um, for that matter, partners or ladies uh, <laughs> um, learn how to squirt, then uh, Hunk Hands actually also does kind of these sessions. Um, And the interesting uh, point of this too, and and something that I actually said to him, um, and I call him handsy for for obvious reasons, gets a bit handsy with the ladies, um, there's some videos that you can actually go onto his website and and have a look at. You have to enter in some, uh, you know, you were just your website website, or your email details, I beg your pardon. You go on there, you enter those, and uh, you can have access to, to some videos of, of Hunk Hands actually performing a, a massage and, and performing on a lady who uh, ultimately squirts. So 
he's he has a frequently asked questions section on his website and i'm just looking at it now and it says you know some parts of the video massage videos look a bit little you know inverted quote look a bit air quotes rough um i'm afraid it'll hurt and yeah i said this exact same thing to him i i I was like hansy i you know we've spoken about it in the past i am not particularly a large i guess vaginal cavity woman um you know, having multiple fingers or there, there is no, absolutely no bloody way in hell that I'm going to be fisted. Um, you know, it, it looks like, yeah, it does get a little bit, you know, intense. It's going to hurt me. And uh, he, he talks about that on his website. So he says on there that, uh, you know, it, the intensity builds up and only when you're ready for it can you then have, um, you know, have, have that level, I guess, of uh, intensity um, in and around your... Uh, your vagina or your yoni um or your sacred place so that was that was interesting but what i want to talk about i guess is 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 my experience so it's an interesting one um i had a lot of insight during the session and um so i'll pause and and talk about some of those as as we go through and they they spring to mind as i uh as i remember bits and pieces but essentially once you once you've booked in you arrive to a hotel room um, or a hotel and, and always a nice hotel, um, so five-star hotel. Um, the reason behind that is is from my sensation, you're, you're really setting the scene there that it is a – it's a luxurious um, – it's a luxurious moment. It's a luxurious treatment and, you know, you want to be in that, that headspace, I guess, and, you, you know, you don't want it to feel seedy and I know some people – um, you know, around the world, but particularly here in the, the Asia-Pacific region can feel quite repressed about their sexuality. So it's just about feeling feeling comfortable, not feeling like you're doing something r- wrong, I guess. And, and that comes with a with a level of hotel. I know it's it's just a hotel, um, but at the end of the day, if, if you turn up at a hotel that perhaps feels seedy, it may feel wrong. If you turn up at a hotel that has elegance about it and feels sexy, well, then, you know, it's a completely different mindset for, for the lady. So um, Hansie will meet you in the lobby and, uh, and head, up to, head up to the room. And uh, it's a fairly large suite, I guess you would call it. It's bigger than a, hotel, a standard hotel room. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's dark and there's candles lit around the room, some scent as well. There's, um, you know, the curtains are drawn um, to create that relaxed atmosphere, there's uh, I think he bring he brings his own um, his own sheets and they're black, um, and then also there's some music playing in the background. So again, it's it's at this point it's all about your senses, right? You know, you some people may be kind of nervous, so they don't know what to expect, and they turn up, and it just gives you that opportunity to start getting into the mindset of I guess re- relaxation because this is what it's all about. It's allowing yourself to feel sexy allowing yourself to have an orgasm and then allowing yourself I guess to to potentially um squirt and so um you arrive and you get changed into um into like a little uh robe uh so you get undressed changed into a little robe and uh and Hansi puts on a really funny uh peppermint tea which stays on and and uh percolates I guess for the duration of the massage I freaking love peppermint tea so I was pretty excited about that um a special herbal blend and then that's for kind of like after the massage so again you know it's it's feeling really sensual and this is the, the part of the tantric uh perspective I guess so um 
I'm, you know, he would be talking to people about what to expect. You know, I'm, I'm assuming would be talking to them about, you know, touching them. Um, we'd already had the conversation and obviously we had uh, interviewed him and spoken a lot about our sexuality. So he was aware that, you know, I was I was aware about where he was going to touch me and, and um, there wasn't any need for him to go through that. But I'm assuming if a, a lady felt it was their first time or they felt a little bit uncomfortable, then he would probably go into some detail about what to expect. Um, whereas I was just coming along for the experience and, hey, we're swingers, so, you know... <laughs> we're a bit open, I guess more open than other people might be. And so for uh, for me, I, I wasn't too concerned about it. Um, pausing for a sidebar, uh, where the hell was D? you might be asking at this point? Uh, he was actually uh, not in the room and not involved. Um, he was aware of obviously what was going on, but wanted me to take this time to kind of experience and explore myself. And so he was not in the room and this was the first time that um, another person, man or woman, has really kind of like touched me without him being in the room or, or, you know, had an orgasm without him being around or in the room involved with an eyesight, those sorts of things. So really interesting for us, you know, how would we, how would we feel about that? How would he feel about it? Would he feel um, like he didn't know what was going on? Would he feel turned on? Um, so to answer your question, he'll probably talk more about it. But yeah, he, he was extraordinarily turned on. Um, shock horror, no surprise there. So um, so you get undressed and you lay on your front. And um, he has his own, his own oil that he makes. So Hung Hands actually uses his own oil. And for those of us who have listened to the podcast um, that I recently did about the massage at the Desire Resort in Mexico... Um, you know, I was I was a little bit concerned about the use of oil down there. Um, I had a reaction and a bad experience to the excessive amounts of oil used in Desire, and I was slightly concerned about it. Um, I was thinking, please, for the love of God, don't let it happen again. So, um, but having said that, I just thought I'll just go with it, and if it happens, then I'll deal with it, um, and I'm not going to let my mindset, I guess, be struggle struggling with that fact and and take away from the experience. So. Um, it starts out, it starts out like a, like a standard massage, you know, um, you're, you're lying there, he will be shirtless. There's a lot of oil <laughs> that, that gets involved, gets all over him. Um, and so he, he, he is, he is shirtless as well. And, um, and he starts just kind of caressing and, and massaging your shoulders, your arms, um, you know, your neck, your lower back, um, starts moving down to your legs. And uh, what I can say is something I found particularly interesting is that he's extraordinarily good with maintaining contact with you. I found this even when he was uh, in our house um, here in Singapore and he just has a way of constantly making you feel like a woman, making you feel like he's right there um, and and, and touches you. So for example, when he's then, you know, after the first, I guess that was half an hour of massaging and then starts to kind of pull the, um, your little robe that's just covering your ass at this point, um, starts to kind of pull that down and massage down your legs. It's done very centrally, but always with contact. So what I mean is that he doesn't like break contact and get up and move and pull things down. Um, or shuffle around that way, he will actually have still, you know, a hand caressing down the side of you while he's maybe his right hand is kind of pulling things away or, or moving you. Um, actually, 
an example of that was after um, I was lying there, he was um, spreading my legs a little bit more. Um, and so while he was doing that, rather than kind of removing both his hands and then just grabbing my leg and kind of pushing it off to the side, um, you know, he's he's caressing down and then with the other hand, you know, caressing, pushing down and, and massaging and then spreading your legs, moving them a little bit more open. So um, extraordinarily good at that. And it it really adds to the central experience, you know, that that touch without needing to do anything, you know, it's it's almost it's almost naughty it's almost forbidden um not forbidden to touch him in the sense that like you you want to but you can't it's more that you get the opportunity to not have to sit there and think about your engagement with the other person um i'll I'll talk more about that later but essentially this is your time to just sit back and 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 enjoy like quite literally to sit back and have a bit of fun and and not feel like you have to do anything um so that's super, super cool. And um, I guess that mindset as well might be a bit difficult for some women to, to, to grasp, you know, um, but it's important to, it's important to just kind of let it, let it, let go, I guess. Um, and so he's, he starts caressing down. And at this point, you know, you are, you know, you're eager, you're wondering when the next, <laughs> next bit's going to happen. You know, you're wondering when he's actually going to start touching, touching you, you know, and, um, it is a bit of a turn on because you you know he he starts kind of heading towards heading towards your ass. I freaking love my ass being massaged and my boobs being massaged. Um, they don't really tend to do that here in Asia. If you turn up to a massage, they just basically they do your torso and your legs and then your upper back and then just really steer clear of any other section. So um, it's a it's such a shame. And I'm constantly like almost just wanting to push their hands down there. You know, just like get in there. But um, so having somebody, I guess, massage massage your ass also was really delightful. But then he's doing it in a really sensual way. There's a difference between, you know, maybe getting like a normal massage and, and this massage. And there's that, you know, the candles are going, as I said before, there's music in the background. Oh, I forgot to mention, um, after the first 10 minutes, he randomly decided that he was going to put a mask on me. Um, he had mentioned this during our interview, I think, and he was saying that, Sometimes for ladies who he feels maybe can't get into the mood, let themselves go, relax, he may sometimes put a a black mask on their face, on their eyes. So it gives them, I guess, either the opportunity to help relax or for some people who might be nervous, I suppose it would almost give that uh, mysterious, I'm not really here, you know, kind of sensation. So you don't have to like, look at somebody or feel guilty or whatever it is that you're feeling I can see how the the blindfold would really help some people in in that regard but for me he was doing it because he could sense that I was not yet relaxing um so I did have the 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 blindfold on lying on my stomach and he starts to kind of you know touch touch your touch you in the upper upper ass area and then kind of massaging down and Essentially, at the, the, the then the top of your legs, um, basically, the, the, I call it the cliff. It's where your butt meets your uh, meets your thigh, and uh, touching in there. And and again, you know, he's using oil at this point, and um, it's it's really essential. But you start to crave, like, when am I gonna when am I gonna get touched proper? You know, when is my pussy gonna get some attention? And you start to really, I guess, I was almost honing in, focusing on that, like. 
every time he would go anywhere near it, I'd be like, oh, is it going to happen? Oh, no, he's going back down my leg now. Oh, oh, there he goes. Here he comes again. And oh, no. This is all part of the tantric teasing. Um, anyone who knows me knows that I do not like edging. Uh, if you don't know what edging is, it's basically where repeatedly someone will get you to the point of uh, orgasm and then take you back away from that. It's like a ledge or an edge. So basically bringing you up to it, pulling you back, bringing you up to it, pulling you back. Some people really love it. Sometimes it can be also a sub-dom type uh, relationship, you know, um, a power play, all of these things. I get really frustrated and um, and I, I really don't like it because sometimes also I, I, it, my orgasms have been known to just disappear. I get brought up to that point and taken back away too many times and they just, I don't know where they go. They get so pissed off that they flutter away into, you know, orgasm land somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe somebody else gets to inherit the orgasm that I missed out on. I don't know, but they disappear. And so he starts actually, you know, at this point he's starting to touch me and it's really, really sensual and, again, it's it's almost a little bit naughty because it he, he goes to touch you and then he doesn't and then he, he doesn't focus and kind of just doesn't go for the pussy grab, you know. It's not like when we play in a swinger situation um, where, you know, generally it can get hot and heavy quite quickly. Um, this one was, you know, he would go to touch me and then go and focus on something else for a second and then come back and touch me for a little bit and then kind of move away. And so that adds to, it adds to the want and the crave. Um, but it also adds to the, the sensuality, um, and the fact that, you know, it's not just a short term quickly, let's get it done or, you know, the, the goal is yes, it's an orgasm, but the goal is not to get there in any um, quick way. It's it's to get there in almost, I guess, the, the slowest way possible. I don't know, um, but getting you ready for that. So um, he he starts to uh, touch me in in a method that I can't I cannot explain, and I really want to um, ask him how the hell he was doing this, but I can only explain it as almost like your thumb and your index finger is kind of in a C a C motion in front of you, and then you put that vertically on the vagina and, and obviously um, you're having a little bit of clitoral interaction there as, as well as other areas and and then moving it up and down almost. I, I can't I can't explain it. I, I know that's really a poor example of you guys listening to the podcast, but um, that's the only way I can explain it. Um, also, what he tends to do as well is that he might be doing that with his left hand and he's kind of behind you or over the back of your butt area, but with his right hand, he'll um, put it, um, under your under your stomach, under your hip area, and he'll actually then have his right hand as well um, working your clit area. Um, so that's kind of down. And two things to this, the pressure, uh, you know, having somebody kind of have their hand down there and under your hip area and kind of lifting you up a little bit, the pressure is, is super sexy. And uh, I think the pressure actually opens up a bit of um, feeling and sensation for you. And again, it's that kind of that angle and then with his other hand he's doing this other motion I again I have no idea what's going on there um, and rubbing around now this went on for I'm again I'm, I'm guessing so the whole session goes for about two hours um, plus a little bit extra for you know getting getting there getting ready and then finishing up um, afterwards but I'm guessing that went on for about half an hour now the interesting thing about him touching me over this next half an hour is that he had me on edge um I wanted to come so badly 
And he kept getting me to the point and then taking me back away and then getting me there and then taking me back away. I didn't want to stab him or punch him. I was really quite uh, quite re- retained. I just let it happen. And I was thinking at the time, I'm like, this is f- super fantastic. Um, I, I really wanted to come. Like it, it was taking over. Um, I can only explain it as an animalistic craving to actually come by this point. Um, and I didn't but, – but having said that, though, it was feeling very, very nice and super sexy and sensual and all the other things that go along with that. And I found it really interesting how with him doing this, how even though I was getting edged and taking back away, I – didn't feel like it was a bad thing. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was part of the experience. It was super sexy. So my only understanding to that, and this happened after, was that maybe it's just the delivery method. Maybe I don't like being edged when it's just a, a sex session. Maybe edging is better if it's this prolonged, just time-taking, uh, you know, orgasm or session. I don't know. That's my theory. (laughs) Um, But also the other thing that that was occurring at this point in time, again, I was really thinking about this after and and my reaction to it was that I, as, as I mentioned a second ago, had this animalistic urge. I cannot explain it any other way. I wanted to be penetrated. I wanted to be penetrated and I wanted to be fucked. And Honestly, it was just an absolute complete body craving at this point. So it was amazing to just kind of understand this like, okay, well, you know, I I want not only do I want to come, but I also just want to be taken. I want to be penetrated and like I want to be fucked hard. And that was just this mind blowing um, realization that this is kind of this is happening, and I I really almost want to just talk to some of his other um, clients or people that he's you know um, had a session with because I I want to know if that's that's if that's a, a commonality. I want to know if that's common of, of people who might be going or ladies who might be going to to see him or whether this is something that is swinger related you know is it because we explore ourselves a little bit more sexually and we explore others sexually that that this occurred or or is it just pure animalistic um, want and, and craving so that is interesting and in fact actually if anyone has ever had a yoni massage or anyone has had or does this uh, anywhere else in the world, I'd be really keen to hear from you because I want to hear your experience. And tell me whether or not um, you think or your experience is that it's because of having a more um, open uh, sexuality or an open sexual um, exploration in your life or whether it's just because that's the purpose of Yoni or that's maybe where people get to... um, Super keen to hear about that, actually. So, um, yeah. Uh, So... The funny thing was at this point and, and afterwards D actually asked me because he he knew that I thought that uh, Hansi is, is, is attractive. Um, he knew that I found him interesting in character um, and, uh, and had actually said to me, like, if you get to the point where you want to fuck him, please just go right ahead. Now, that would have literally been the first time we would have played with anybody else um, without the other partner kind of being in amongst it or in the room. Um, and I had already said to Dee very explicitly, I, I'm, I don't want to do that. Um, you know, it's not, 
I am not comfortable with it and, and perhaps I think there's some more discussion we've got to have with it or, you know, how we go how we go about it. He was extraordinarily turned on by the very thought of it. Um, and, and yes, I wanted to be penetrated. But the funny thing at this point was is that it was also just a, an absolute uh, urge um, – that that I would be interested in in exploring more, um, whether it was the person, the situation, the massage, you know, whether it was a combination of all these things, I've got no idea. Um, then he turns you onto your back and this is where you start to, I guess, get a little bit more into the actual idea of uh, starting to, to squirt. So you're relaxed, you are, um, you know, hungry for more, you are ready for a sexual experience and that's, I guess, that's the warm-up part, part done, right? Maybe that's like the f- just over an hour or something, that's that's you done. So now I'm on my back, again, my legs spread, you know, he's using oil, he's t- um, touching around on me and then starts to... Um, enter into into me with his fingers, but also he starts pushing on areas of, you know, the insides of my vagina, basically. So he starts putting a lot of pressure in in sections. Um, I asked him later, I was like, well, you know, was that all, was that fairly standard? And he remarked that, um, you know, the vagina is like any other muscle and sometimes you need to stretch it. Sometimes you need to, um, you know, rub out the kinks, I guess. So he, uh, I guess he'd felt inside of me and decided that uh, I had areas that needed to be stretched out or worked, muscle work. So he spent a bit of time doing that and it was not... um, you know, at the same time, while he might be doing that, his other hand is, you know, caressing you and doing other things, um, maybe rubbing on your clit or touching up and down your legs. But the actual pressing and the pressure was not um, not sexual for me. It was uh, just an interesting sensation. And again, I really tried to just step away from expectations and just get into the the sensation of what I was feeling because I was purely interested in how I would go and really, I guess, interested in whether or not I would squirt, I guess, was the, the big one. Um, then he starts really working your, your insides. And if anyone goes to the website or has seen videos, it can get quite vigorous. Um, and, you know, he's he, he will work the the, uh, the internals, also the externals, like he's rubbing on your clit, he's touching on your G-spot and, um, and starts to then you know, use a lot of, starts using a lot more oil and starts to kind of get a bit more vigorous in his actions. Um, I asked him after if his hands or forearms hurt um, and he was like, no, and I just can't imagine how they wouldn't. I think that if you had a session with three or f- three ladies, even in the same day, that you would basically have guns of steel just from, just from performing this, but, um, or maybe, a, you know, one hand bigger than the other or one bicep huge and the other one just teeny tiny tiny um but he starts working working out uh, your insides and starts getting really really vigorous and um this was an interesting um an interesting change i guess so when i was on my stomach it felt very sexual it's sensual you know with the blindfold on i kind of in a sense felt a little bit dominated felt a little bit like the person who was doing this or handsy was you know, taking me to the edge and then pulling me back away and that he had control and was going to either allow me or not allow me to to get to, an you know, to reach an orgasm. Um, when you're on your back, although you have the blindfold on, you know, you are a little bit more um, 
exposed, I guess, in a mental capacity as well. You know, when you're lying on your stomach, maybe in your head it can be a little bit more mysterious, it can be a little bit more reserved, or you don't have to think about things. Um, when you're lying on your back, you're more exposed. And this is generally the um, the position where ladies would also feel like it is a bit strange to not be touching the other person and I did I did feel that sensation there you know generally when you're on your back you're naked people are touching you down there you would be used to reaching out for them grabbing them touching their ass somehow caressing them so all of these things would kind of add up to you know you would be playing it's it's not a one it's not a one-sided activity you know both people are doing things and so that was a little bit of an interesting um, perspective and an interesting uh, change in in my thought process because first of all I did want to reach out you know I wanted to touch him um, touch his back you know uh, all of these things kind of be involved and I had to pull myself back and go well that's not the point it's for me to relax me to experience and explore my sexual being and um and so that was a really funny kind of sensation. It's it's almost like you have to stop yourself in doing it. But you, what I did notice is I, I felt this exposure a little bit more. I felt that, you know, I couldn't have this, this dreamland or this other realm where this sexiness just kind of takes over. And, um, and then, you know, did that affect my performance? I have no idea. Um, but I think that probably it, it would be an interesting interesting uh, aspect to understand if you could still do it when a lady's on her stomach at all because I think and I wonder whether or not that would have a higher percentage rate of success with squirting in particular Um, but basically it again I was kind of on the point of edging but not as much had I I was not having the same animalistic um, urges to be penetrated as I was when I was on my stomach so I think all of these things kind of played into it you know they all just added up to well, how, how, how do we feel this way? Why do we feel this way? And, and I, I honestly think it's that maybe that exposure um, to the real world when you're, when you're lying on your back. And, um, but anyway, so what happened was um, I was getting close and, and then again pulled back a little bit. But in the end, uh, in the end I came and then he continued to kind of get a bit more vigorous. That went on for about 20 minutes and, um, I mean, it was a – what was the orgasm? How can I explain this? I think that the orgasm was as expected for me for someone who's been edged and then taken back again. I don't think that um, the orgasm itself, I don't think, was any different than any other orgasms that I would have had um, in terms of its prolong prolongness, I guess, well, I don't really, the length of time um, for the orgasm. Um, because normally if you have a, you know, if you're kind of, some orgasms, they last longer than others. Some are quite short. Some are, you know, extraordinarily powerful. Others are not. You know, there's all these different sensations uh, that a lady can experience. And this one, I, I wouldn't say it was drastically different than any other orgasm um, that, that, I've, that I've had or, or of note. You know, it was kind of, it was, it was there pretty much around the, the standard for me. Um, but uh, then afterwards, the really funny thing happened. Again, it's this animalistic point where I was like, okay, you know, are we done? Like, are we good? Are we good now? Are we done? Are we good? Yep. I'll put my clothes back on. Are we, are, we, are we done? Are we going? And oh, of course, I didn't do that. Of course, I stayed on the bed and he continued to to um to work me basically and um but I thought that was a really funny funny scenario almost like you know sometimes how there's those comedy shows where a guy like comes in the bed and then rolls over and goes to sleep 
that's how I felt, but not sleepy, just like I needed to do my exit. Like I'd blown my load and needed to get get out of there, you know, <laughs> get out of there and don't let the person get connected to you. That was super funny. Um, but he continued on and then for like the next 20 minutes and it felt great. It was interesting. There were certain pressure points which weren't fantastic feeling to me. Um, you know, I could tell that there were pressure points specifically used for squirting and, um, and I actually also, I had a pillow under my butt too, um, for some, for some uh, levitation as well. Um, just to kind of get in there. And then, and in the end, you know, I was like, okay, look, I think, I think we're good. Like I'm done. It's getting a little bit too, um, too, uh, too, I guess, rough, and that, um, you know, we needed to kind of stop and, and move on. So it was, I, I called it in the end, um, which was, you know, interesting. Um, but it had reached the two hour mark. So I was like, well, you know, been playing now for like two hours. So I feel like it's, it's a good session, you know. Um, did I, did I squirt? No. Um, he remarked that I was almost at the point of squirting. I was making all the right sounds and, and movements and sensations, but I didn't end up actually squirting. But I'm keen to, to find out whether or not I could uh, learn more. And certainly I think that uh, I really want Dee to go and attend one of the, the guys' learning sessions. I think that would be cool. And I'm interested, again, to understand more about the mental side of this or the emotional side of this because I'm curious whether or not it's the fact that you know, the edging and feeling this way and feeling this animalistic pleasure was the fact that this is uh, almost a stranger versus perhaps your partner who you've been with for five, ten years, whatever the case may be. So that'd be really interesting to see, you know, could D get me to the same level? Could he make me feel this way um, more intensely, less intensely, the same um, based on, you know, the surroundings? Because again, it's, it's a sexy hotel room. It's all of these really exciting, naughty things. Um, but anyway, that's, that's my experience with Yoni Massage and and uh, with Hunk Hands here in Singapore. We're going to do a follow-up chat with him uh, in the next couple of uh, weeks and we'll have him on our podcast again. I think Dee wants to ask him a few questions about his experience with me and uh, I guess how I performed as as a model. So... Uh, stay tuned for that one but uh, otherwise anyone out there who does have any experience or um, you know their own experience in in receiving a massage or getting one I'm curious about um, that that animalistic urge so drop us an email at cnd at swingingdownunder.com of course you can follow us on twitter you can catch us on all of the podcast uh, release sites iTunes Stitcher all those things so grab us on there I hope you found that interesting Uh, I'm going to finish it up there so for now this is C and this is Swinging Down Under and thank you for listening